Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. There it goes. Now it is I'm starting. never prepared, but always ready. I know, and sometimes you leave your which, glasses. Which is why you get the mess that you do. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockin. Yeah, well, that's the important part. It is. Hi, welcome to From the Bunker. I'm Jody Hamilton, for, the less oh, important yeah. of us. Um, uh, and David Shockett, for the win, sitting across from me. If you want to email us, email us at info at from-the-bunker.com. And you can go to our website, from-the-bunker.com. And as you heard prior to me beginning this rambling statement, um, you want to get stuff commercial-free and a little extra? Patreon, baby. It's only a dollar a month for all of that. Plus, if you pay a little bit more, there's That's extra. That's like nothing. I know. You can find that you know, cents a format. Week. That's how much money, at least, the people that wash your car take and change out of like your center console or under your seats. Barely. I mean, it's 25 cents a week. I was. I one time was just very curious about that. I had a bunch of change that I kept in the uh-huh. middle of my compartment. Uh-huh. So I said, you know, it was a lot of pennies. You know, there's at least 100 pennies in there, but there was quarters and dimes and nickels. Probably right. about 8 or $9 worth of change just right. sitting Decent there. Amount. Decent amount. I said, you know what? I'm going to count it. I'm going to count this change this time to the penny. And after that car rolled through, mm-hmm. there was $3.12 less than when I pulled in. <laughs> they just grabbed it? Yeah. I went to the manager. I said, just so you know, I don't care. I don't need the money back. Right. But, uh, you know, $3 and change was stolen out of my car. <laughs> so there's that. So next time, free armor all. There you go. For everybody. But they're ripping me off. You were, they rip you off the armor all. They, well, yeah, they would do that. $4? What Alice? Um, so you weren't here last week when I basically had to bleep half the show, just from me. I was ceremoniously uninvited. Well, Sean was here for the first no, time. No, first weeks. I was invited. Then I was uninvited. Right. So well, let's, you can put any kind of armor all you want on it to that shine it true. up. That is true. That is true. But Normally last week would have been your usual week, but Sean was a veil and he hadn't been for two, so. I gave you an extra week off. It's my Abby Normal week. Yeah, Abby Normal. Okay, so um, for those of you that have been living under a rock for the past week, uh, the draft opinion written by Justice Alito, scumbag, um, regarding the uh, Dobbs decision, which is the Mississippi law that would <clears throat> ban abortions after 50, 15 weeks, Um. That already would overturn most of Roe and Casey. It just would. Casey codified what, not codified, but ruled that uh, 
viability standard. It, it set that more uh, solidly than it was originally in Roe. And so the Mississippi law would have overturned Roe, basically, by making any abortion after 15 weeks illegal. I believe the health of the mother or the life of the mother was the only thing that that would have allowed for. The life, not even the health, I don't think. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. But in this draft opinion, Samuel Alito, who is writing it, who has written it, at least the draft, argues that Roe is wrongly decided to begin with, and that because Roe is decided under the 14th Amendment's right of liberty, which is where it comes out of, not even equal protection, but liberty, because it's not enumerated, the word abortion is not enumerated in the Constitution. Because there's no such thing. Well, no, there was abortions. They, they weren't even illegal in this country until the 1850s, you by there the were, way. There were abortions in the 1700s? Yeah. Okay. That's it wasn't even considered illegal. There wasn't even restrictions on abortion until 1812, and I will get into that in a minute. Please. Um, but he basically states that, and he uses amendments one through eight in the Bill of Rights. He doesn't go to 10, which is states' rights, by the way, and nine, which talks about the enumeration of rights and basically the simplest way to define the Ninth Amendment is, it states that the federal government doesn't own the rights that are not listed in the Constitution, but they instead belong to citizens, which means the rights that are specified in the Constitution are not the only ones people should be limited to. Basically, even though this right wasn't, neither is the right to childbirth, by the we way. We give you latitude. We give you latitude, so you can, okay, we didn't enumerate this, and by the way, apparently... The word privacy in the 1700s basically just meant using an outhouse. So they used secure in your papers, Fourth Amendment. <laughs> you don't have to um, uh, uh, incriminate yourself, which is also a privacy right, Fifth Amendment. The First Amendment protects your religion from the state. And to me, that's where Roe should have been argued. Was it First and Fourth Amendments for sure? Um, because the First Amendment is a religious the exactly. government cannot tell you what to do regarding religion. And obviously, okay, in the Jewish faith, first breath is when it... I vaguely remember that. You remember that? And it's actually... Our mitzvah. Do you? And it actually states that in the event that there is a problem during a pregnancy, that the mother's life is more important than the, the gestating fetus. So therefore, an abortion is we necessary. We need to stop calling a fetus a baby. It's not a fetus. It's a fetus. It's not a but baby. But people, even, even progressive pro-choice people, keep referring to it as a baby. You have to, it's a fetus. It's a fetus it's until it's thing. born. Um, and and in, in the Jewish tradition, you save the woman, regardless. End of statement. The woman is more important than the fetus. Because she's a walking, living, breathing entity on the planet, all well, sure, on her that. own. And, um, well, that's kind of, you know, falls under the common sense. Yeah. And also, we're not, our birthdays aren't at conception. Otherwise, wouldn't we be 40 weeks earlier? We'd be paying child support from the moment of conception. Exactly, which is coming. Um, by the way, personhood laws are coming. They're already been written, but uh, struck down. But they were, they're coming. Um, so basically, to me, it's a First Amendment violation for any woman or girl, thank you very much, who has to keep a pregnancy because the state said so based on the religious aspects of the five people. Because they're not ruling on science nor anything enumerated because enumeration doesn't mean childbirth. Childbirth is nowhere in the Constitution either. We can rant about what's happening as long as we want. We have to find out how this works for us. 
I mean, the continued problem I have with our party is that we continue to underestimate the level of depravity of the people. Who are, oh, they'd never do this. Yeah, they're going to do that. Oh, they're never going to do that. I've been saying oh, it. This is, you know, this is turning into a handmaid's tale. It literally is. Mm -hmm. And we need to understand birth control. Sure. There's no, le there's no depth. Like whatever you think, oh, they'd never do that. They'd never, like Donald Trump in his last term of office, like, you know, in, in 2016, you know, you would never think it would get to the, that they would countenance that level right. of grotesqueness, ignorance, racism, depravity. Right. And they, they, at every single step, they've gone lower and lower and lower. My question is, how motivating of a factor is this? Like, are there a lot of middle-class white Christian women that are like, geez, you know, I, I, I don't want this right taken away from me, even though I would never tell my pastor that, I would never tell my husband that, I would never tell my bridge club that. Like, is, 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 are we cultivating a secret Demographic, like remember, there was like that quiet, that secret Trump demographic of people that didn't want to admit to pollsters they were voting for Trump. Is are is this cultivating a secret? No, because seventy percent of these United States want to uphold Roe, so it's no, a no, large no. enough majority. No, I'm saying, are, are there enough people that normally vote Republican that yes. are just suburban housewives that like you know the taxes low and want the safe schools and you know aren't crazy about all the brown people coming? But they're over. not wealthy enough to leave their state. Yeah. That are like, you know, I don't want this. If this happens to me, if this happens to my daughter, if this happens to, you know, you know my friend, I still want, I want to have this right. I don't, I'm not going to shout it from the rooftop. I want to go quietly into my doctor's office, get a procedure, which is usually, by the way, a pill. Now, it's, I think 50% of all abortions are now uh, medical abortions. Way up. Oh, good. That's actually safer <laughs> for everybody concerned. Which um, is going to create a whole other thing with you, with mail order and drugs coming in from different countries and people having their mail opened. And it's good. It's, this is, that's well, 19, it's, very 1984-ish. Well, it is illegal to transport drugs via mail unless you're legally allowed to do that. So, I mean, if you wanted to send somebody some cocaine or pot, say from California. Louder? Some cocaine. what? Cocaine. No. How about some pot? Because pot is legal in California for recreational you use. You can't send it to somebody in You Florida. cannot send it to somebody in another state, even though it's legal here, to utilize Enjoy all you want, but you can't send it to another state that hasn't legalized it. The same would be for RU486, potentially Plan B, potentially other things in other, in other states. That's coming. It's, there is no doubt in my mind. Uh, this reminds me of a routine by Gary Veter, a very, very funny comedian that I'm going to play at the end of the show regarding transporting drugs in the mail. Okay. A little extra tidbit. Okay. And a shout out to Gary Veter. He's fantastically funny. Um, so what are we going to do about it? Well, okay. First off, okay, the 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 GOP's talking points up until maybe Friday or Saturday were the leak is the problem. The leak is the problem because they didn't really want to talk about no what this, was what was leaked right because talking about this is worse for them than talking about the stupid leak. By the way, the Roe decision was leaked, so let's just get over that and. It was agreed upon by more Republican-appointed judges than Democratically-appointed judges. Again, seven to two, I believe, was sure. the ruling. Um, so get that out of your face for a minute, though. There are two schools of thought on who leaked it, whether it was a liberal justice, which I doubt any justice released it. I doubt that. Yeah. I 100% don't believe any of those nine I people. I actually don't care. And I don't care. But the, to me, the argument... Not to put a fork in not, what you're about to say. But the, the, the argument was, initially, it was leaked to the Wall Street Journal. Not a bastion for liberal policies. I mean, where it was leaked does not in any way lead me to who the leaker was, because the leaker was probably very strategic about how they chose to leak it, to leak it in a way that was least uh, 
manifesting of who they were or what side they were on. Well, the their they arguments. They some light to cover their tracks. Is my point. Well, the arguments on either side are good. Sure. Um, the one that I'm leaning towards is that it was somebody on the conservative side because there's another memo that Justice Roberts. There was a meeting with just the conservative side, sure. and that's been leaked regarding Justice Roberts going, guys, because he basically what Justice Roberts stated the last time he had an abortion case come to him was this is not the case. There's better cases. I want to overturn Roe, but you got to give me something. And he wanted to, and I guarantee this is what he would rather the opinion read is we're going to uphold Dobbs. We're going to overturn Texas, mm-hmm. which is the right thing to do. Certainly overturning Texas. And we're going to basically, because Roberts wants to chip away at Roe, but slowly. The frog in the boiling water. water. You know, he doesn't want us to jump into the hot water and go, what? Because that's not his plan. Well, that's how democracies disappear. It's not like overnight you wake up and you're living in an authoritarian state. It's one little thing at a time and you don't even notice it. Exactly. And that's what Roberts wants. Oh, by the way, it's happening now. Oh, it is. It is. As as fast as this is. We're almost at a simmer. Yeah, we're we're there. Um, So I. The other, the argument that I believe it was Barbara McQuaid said on um, her podcast, hashtag sisters in law, she thinks it was a conservative clerk or somebody, um, perhaps with the okay from whoever they clerk for, maybe not, I hope not, um, basically to lock the conservative votes in. You know, I don't know if it's confirmation bias driving what you think it is or not, but I mean, we're, you know, they might find out because, you know, they're very good at finding those things out. And it's such a small circle of people that could have possibly had access to this information and they're going to bring people in and they're going to question them. They may even polygraph them. And, um, and my question is, will, will the um, outrage over the leak continue if it's a conservative versus uh, one of the liberal justices? I'm going to answer that for you in one word. It'll go away. No. Right. Um, the other thing is, is Roberts, maybe the, the other option for a conservative, maybe it's a trial balloon out to see what the reaction is going to be. By the way, it's not like this is February when it was written and June or July is months away. June is next month. We're going to get this t- actual decision in six weeks. The problem is the election in, is in November. We're going to remember in November. But are we going to remember enough to keep the January 6th commission intact? Yes. They start hearings, I believe, June 9th is the schedule okay. right now. I mean, you know, I don't think Jamie Raskin would go out and say he this is going to blow everybody's mind. He wouldn't. He if, wouldn't. It, if it wasn't going to destroy people's lives. He wouldn't because... Bad uh, people. Bad, bad people. people. And good for them. Uh, good for... good for. No, he wouldn't say that because uh, uh, Allison Gill, whose network we are on, thank you, Allison, um, she said, well, we all thought that the Mueller report would be this big thing, but Mueller never said that. He never came out and said, this is going to blow <laughs> your socks off. No, this is Jamie uh, Raskin well, also, who's on the committee also saying that. Mueller's biggest crime... Was being an older gentleman. Was being bad on TV. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's a mortal sin in America. Jamie Raskin is not bad on TV. Yep. And, and again, Mueller never came out and said, hey, this is going to blow your socks off. He never came out. This is what out. I found. Right. He just said, here's what I did. And then Bill Barr quashed that before we could even see the And now the he's report. trying to salvage his reputation in some pathetic way. We don't like him. Um, the other thing about this stupid ruling, should it stand as written? Is part of the quote domestic supply of adoptable infants. Now, I, it's like they're reinventing Orwellian term terminology. Well, the, the, <laughs> domestic supply of infants. He he cited a CDC ruling that that births mainly white people are, uh, are down. Demand, okay. Because of access to birth control and other things. Boy. When they say there is a load, there are over four hundred thousand babies, right? Babies, let alone children, but infants. 
ready right now to be adopted. So, so, uh, so our current infant supply we're good. is four hundred thousand. We're good, and that's not. It's that's infants. We're not, all filled up here. We're all good, and so basically, when they say that phrase, they're talking about white children. 100%. Which is the finest of all the children, of Apparently. course. Apparently. Um, they're not talking about children. They're talking about white babies. And so, F them. I'm trying not to swear. No, these, 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 you know, these people are as exactly as grotesque as we, they think, we think they are. Here's, here's the thing. Life finds a way. Yes. The Republican Party was on the brink of real extinction. You know what their demographics are. It's all older white people. They're all dying. They know what the demographics of the country are, whether it's Jurassic Park, when he says life finds a way, mm-hmm. whether it was the thing mm-hmm. when they, with the blood, when he puts the thing in the blood, yeah. every single blood cell was part of that alien, and it screamed and splattered all over the room. Life finds a way. If you think the Republican Party is going to go gently into that good night, you're insane. I agree. They're, they're, they're about to be killed. Okay. Metaphorically speaking, right. politically speaking, they're going to be wrong. If you think w- w- white people are great at one thing, and that's that's conquering and killing, and these are the m- they are the highest, most advanced form of that animal. Okay, mm-hmm. and you have to be prepared for a guy coming at you with with Freddy Krueger switchblades mm-hmm. on both hands, and you know, those and blades on the points of their shoe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and a chainsaw. They are going to fight to their last dying breath and to their last drop of blood in the ugliest, most grotesque, most vicious way possible. And for us to continue to wanting to, you know, put up your dukes and Queensberry style rules, it's the reason we're losing. And we're not just losing by a little bit. We're losing a lot. If you look at the Electoral College, if you look at gerrymandering, if you look at the fact that, you know, six of these justices on the Supreme Court were appointed by five. Five by Republicans who lost the popular Actually, vote. We, should, the we should have majority. a seven to two majority, not by some scheme, but by the will of the American people. I'm tired of people on both sides of the aisle saying, oh, these unelected judges. There's a reason judges are unelected. They shouldn't be affected by the whims of current political, the current political climate. And they are not unelected in, in, in the pure sense of the word, they are appointed by people that we have elected, right. whose judgment we trust to appoint these judges. So please, I don't care if you're on the left or on the right, stop saying, oh, the unelected judges is as if it's some pejorative. It's a thing that kind of keeps our system safe and in check. Okay, so aside from the fact that I'm not happy with some of these judges, the fact they're unelected is irrelevant. Right. It's, part, it's an important part of, of how the system works. But um, we're losing, and we're continuing to lose. And until somebody steps up and decides we're going to fight like they are, we're the ones that are going to go extinct because we're not willing to fight to save our own lives. Okay. The problem is with what Alito also wrote in this draft opinion, he states that, well, if people have a problem with this ruling, I'm obviously paraphrasing, uh, they can always vote different people in different legislatures. Sure. In places that aren't gerrymandered out of it, for instance, Wisconsin, I believe it's a... They, they have 13 people out of whatever it is. They're, they only have a 13 percent Democrat Democratic representation in a in a state that's basically a 50 50 state. Florida is 49 51 to the Republicans, and but they like only have 30, 13 or something. 30, 37 people out of 100. In that's not right. See, when he says, "Oh, just vote," but we can't on every level. I mean, the United States Senate, the 50 United States Republican senators represent 40 mm-hmm. million less less people than the 50 Democratic right. senators or 
independents at caucus with Democrats. And so when he says just vote it, well, how can they when two seats were taken away, excuse me, in Florida recently to gerrymander that out? And the the court just held up gerrymandering when it comes to Democrats versus Republicans because it's not racially based, which it's both. It's both. Um, so for him to say, oh, just vote, he knows exactly that that's not Unless we had a national way to vote properly. I don't know if you, if you, how closely you watched the Amy Coney Barrett hearing. But you after, mean handmade yeah. Barrett, Coney? If you watch her demeanor and her face and her eyes, the second day of the hearing, after it became clear that it was a fait accompli, she was going to, there, there is an ugliness oh, yeah. and a nastiness about it. You could see it. It's like this sweet little mom who, if you moved in, would bring you over uh, some cookies that she baked. That woman disappeared. The, these are truly, profoundly bad people. I agree. And you don't be fooled by, you know, her benign exterior. The, oh, the, no. The, these people are fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, they don't care because their highest ruling authority is higher than your highest ruling authority. And that's your Lord and Savior. And that's wrong. And it's the Bible. And that's a First Amendment violation. They don't care because God's more important than you or the president or the but Constitution. But it's their God. It's not a Jewish God. It's not. Not, a, not if you ask them. And it doesn't matter what my reality is. It's a matter, you know, it's like, the, it's, that's their reality. And, you know, if you're going to convince them that, that they're wrong or that there's not a God or that, you know, the Constitution supersedes the Bible, you're going to be arguing for a long time. And that's, that's why it's wrong. I mean, they're liars. Yes. But, you, you know, you can lie in the, and in, in you are, I think you can lie, I think biblically, you're allowed to lie in service of a greater good. Yes, that, evangelicals, that's kind of their thing. Um, <laughs> that's their whole brand. It's kind of their thing. That's their whole business plan. It's kind of their thing. In fact, um, the arguments that we've been hearing the past week with regard to this ruling where he states, oh, this only applies to abortion, bull, because Griswold and Eisenstadt and— They were decided on privacy. Were decided on the privacy issue, which is not enumerated in the Constitution, according to him, which is why we don't have privacy. I mean, so— Lawrence v. Texas. <clears throat> How do you see it playing out? All of a sudden, we have uh, 25, 30 states. 25. 25 states least. that have immediately banned abortion. 26. Made There's it, a 26 one that's iffy. How, what happens? What, what's the practical day-to-day effect? What are we going to see? Well, we're already seeing it in Texas. Tell me. Okay, so in Texas, once the that ban was upheld last September... Women have been going to Oklahoma, all the nearby states. Now, Oklahoma. Oh, that bastion. You realize Oklahoma is the reddest state in the country. Nope. Second behind Utah. It's the reddest state in the country. And now Oklahoma has just passed a new bill stating that you cannot get abortions. And you can't leave the state, I think, um, to get one either. Um, I don't think they can enforce that constitutionally. We'll see. Uh, uh, Missouri maybe, tried to- maybe, maybe with this court. Missouri was going to pass a similar law. It did not pass the part that you can't leave the state. Um, uh, Louisiana, HB 813, would... uh, The women, not the men who got them pregnant, mind you. uh, The women who have abortions could face murder charges in Louisiana's new bill. Um, I don't know how this helps them politically, because I don't know if you're watching some of these primaries, but all the the nutjob Trump candidates are winning, which is going to crush them in the general election. Well... This could be, you know, I hate to say, you know, it's not a blessing in disguise, but th- that could be the silver lining. And then maybe we could get some sort of legislation to codify Roe federally. But then. Because, you know, they'll outlaw Roe federally 
We, we need to, oh, no, we we know need that. to win the Senate. We no, need no, to no. Hold the House. Uh, uh, Minority McConnell actually said if the leaked opinion became the final opinion, legislative bodies not only at the state but at the federal level could certainly legislate in that area. I don't think it's much of a secret where Senate Republicans stand on that issue. Basically, he's saying, yeah, we'll do it, which means the vote tomorrow, Chuck Schumer is ho- holding a vote tomorrow, because remember, Murkowski <laughs> and Susan Collins are... They're concerned. They're disappointed. No, I, I, the funny thing is about aside from Susan Collins, who's a caricature of herself. Okay. Lisa Murkowski. I saw that interview with her. She was pissed. She was furious. So maybe she'll vote. Would with you the say Dems. that someone? Would you be willing to say? Would you, are you saying that Senator, that uh, Gorsuch or it was Gorsuch uh, was one lied to you? No comment. No comment means yes. yes. Um. Uh, and they don't care. Like regular decent. Reasonable people understand shame. Right. Oh, I couldn't do that. That would be sh- that. You know, I'd, I'd be ashamed to do that. Right. So it's hard. Like if like a psycho, like a serial killer, who gets some sort of satisfaction from murdering people. Regular people, literally, you see it, you can read about it, but you really can't viscerally understand what that means to get some sort of pleasure right. out of killing a person. If you're a person that understands shame and has humility, you can't understand what it means to be shameless. I mean, the word gets thrown around a lot that it almost seems benign. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you know anybody who's extremely entitled. It's a very kind of anodyne-sounding word, but they're, they're so toxic to be around, you, can be, you can't be in the same room with them. Mm-hmm. We can't understand their shamelessness. Right. So in some ways, we don't even acknowledge it. And by not even acknowledging it, we're allowing it to happen. Right. You know, it, because it's just, it's too surreal. Well, it's time for people to wake up and understand these are monsters. Mm-hmm. These are really monsters. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how well-spoken they are. I don't care what kind of clothes they're wearing or what position or title they hold. They're fucking monsters. Yep. And unless we start fighting with the same degree of ferocity and intention that they are, we're done. Well, and, and, you know, when he writes in the opinion that it's only going to apply to abortion when all these other things, loving. Now, the first thing that they're going to go after, because he's talking about tradition. miscegenation? Yeah. Well, just think about it. The closest thing where he's going to waffle, because uh, he's not for it anyway, would be uh, Obergefell, which established the right of people of the same sex to marry. And that's a brand new law. That's brand new Supreme Court ruling under the same basic arguments as Roe, as Eisenstadt, as Griswold, as Loving, as Lawrence v. Texas. I mean, I can keep going on. Sure. Um, but that's newer because he talks about tradition. Well, 50 years to me is two generations, bucko. Mm-hmm. And Griswold's pushing 60 years and Eisenstadt's in between. I believe it was Eisenstadt that was allowed single people to use contraception. Now, for those of you that don't understand what Griswold did in 65 was in Connecticut at the time, Nobody married people, let alone single people, but married people couldn't even have a condom. Condoms were outlawed in the state of Connecticut to utilize in order to prevent. Was this some sort of archaic law that just happened to still be on the books? Probably. But, you know, so the lawsuit came about and that's when birth control, including hormonal birth control, which had been invented in the 50s. Thank you very much. Was a, women were allowed to now take hormonal birth control and men wouldn't have to hide getting condoms in Connecticut sure. or or the rest of the country. Then I believe it was Eisenstadt, I may be wrong, um, came along in 72 that allowed single people then to use condoms and hormonal birth control or whatever you needed without being married. So those things are on the chop and block too. Whereas Marsha Blackburn is fine with married people having birth control, but not unmarried people. 
she is proposing um, con- contraception only for married couples. Wow, the second dumbest member of the Senate. With really bad hair. Um, so says, she's that proposing says lot, that. That says a lot about Tennessee. Like you're going to send somebody that dumb to the Senate? Well, I, I mean, I, they're, that, they're that, taking that, away their age of consent. Pierce, something Hyde Pierce, Cindy Hyde Pierce, the one in Mississippi? I think so. That's the only dumber senator. But, yeah, I mean, the, uh, Tennessee... Was it, was it Louisiana or Tennessee? One of the two was like getting rid of their age requirements for being married. Okay. Is that Napoleonic <laughs> law as uh, Marlon Brando would discuss? In Mar- on, uh... I, you know, so they're, they're talking about that, but she's talking about contraception only being available to married couples, which is insanity. You mean even condoms? Everything. Contraception. Now, um, uh, well, you know what, the, you know, I, for, I just forwarded you an article I wrote about more than 10 years ago. It's called Roe versus Wade versus the law of unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe we'll put that up on Twitter and people can have a look at it, Sure, but it's, it's exactly what's happening now. Well, I mean, the thing is, is, is they want, they want like more. What would happen in the event of criminalizing abortions? Well, women go to prison. Doctors go to prison. I'm talking about the blowback in the populace. The sperm donors don't go to prison because it's not about controlling the sperm donor. Never has been. You mean a woman can get pregnant once a year, but a guy can impregnate a thousand women in a year if he wanted to? Easily. Easily. It's not, it's, and by the way, women can have orgasms without getting pregnant. All by ourselves. I know, crazy, right? I know. In order for you to get somebody pregnant, you have to have an orgasm. We don't actually have to have an orgasm to get pregnant either, Mm -hmm. which kind of sucks. You guys don't really have orgasms, do you? Yeah, we do. That's a real thing? It's a real thing. Okay. I'll I'll tell you all about it. Um, I'll try to explain it to you. Um, But, I mean, the thing is... is, is, Explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. Okay. Um, (laughs) You know how you like to do this? Okay. Um, Okay. Oh, good. So he got that. I did not get your email. So maybe, did you text I it to me? I texted you on uh, the That's text different. Text, texting is over there. So I'll put it up later. Um, they're, go- they're going after the, like, okay, so Lawrence v. Texas, do you know what that ruling was? I, is this the one about uh, 15 weeks? No, sodomy. Oh, okay. Basically, Lawrence v. Texas. I'm My not specialty. Sure. See, there you go. Lawrence v. Texas was about sodomy and other types of sexual positions. Non-traditional. They, non-traditional ways of having the sex. Um, oh, sodomy can be doggy style. Doggy sodomy can be anything that's not missionary position sex. And it, it basically, under privacy, said whatever two people do. Two consenting adults do. Two consenting privacy. adults do in the privacy of their bedroom. Get ahead. Which is how Griswold was, et cetera, et cetera. So Lawrence could be overturned. Hi, boys who like to do it that way with girls. Whoopsie. Let alone the gay couples. But straight couples do that too, people. Doy. Um, have you seen any porn? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Not recently. I hear it's horrifying. It's not as good as it used to be. The production <laughs> values are terrible. Um, and uh, then uh, Loving, which was d- is 1967, after Griswold, thank you very much, younger than Griswold, that allowed two people of different races to get married. And I have several people in my life that are not of the same race that are Wow, you're very married. open. You're very open-minded. Ain't I, though? And I know two of which actually support Trump and would support this overturning of Roe, and I find that interesting. Uh, Interesting is an interesting euphemism. You find that horrifying. I I find it interesting that their marriage might be at stake, but they're going to support this. No, I get it. It's like black Republicans. I'm I'm saying it right now. I'm calling it right now. Well, I understood black Republicans like in the 1870s. 
Sure. That, those weren't Republicans. Well, they were. Yes, they were. That's a name. That's a name. I mean, no, Lincoln they were was, Republicans then. I mean, but there were so many. Yes, but the party means something different. Oh now. yeah, yeah, yeah. There no. have been Whigs, those Republicans. There have been the Bull Moose Party. There's been the no, Democratic the, Republicans. There's been which Republicans became just and the Democrats. Democrats and Dixiecrats. There's been you know there was the Bull. Well, I said the Bull Moose Party. I mean, but there's I been mean, lots of parties. the Democratic Republicans just dropped the word Republican. They, it's been the same, but their philosophies have changed. Is yes, what it is. drastically. Um, they switched parties uh, as far as their ideologies. But Federalists. Right. Um, oh, and we were talking initially about when abortion was legal in this country. It was legal in this country uh, for anybody to perform or, or any female person to receive an abortion. In 1812, the first restriction on abortion happened. I don't know which state it was, but it was 1812, and it was when the AMA began. And so basically what it was was midwives and others could not perform abortions, only medical doctors could. So that was the first, quote, restriction on abortion, was basically a midwife couldn't help you get one, nor could anybody else. Only a doctor could perform an abortion. And then I think it was 1870 when it was finally nobody could get abortions. But we had legal abortions in this country up until the mid-1800s. And so for Alito to then go, it's isn't a tradition in this country. Yeah, it was for almost 100 years yep. under these under the Constitution. For almost 100 years, abortion was legal in this country. So he's full of S.H. with an I and then a T. I spelled it. Yep. I didn't say it. She got it. She spelled it right. I did. I learned. Um, so, I mean, for him to say that, that that's wrong. And, and, and what does he mean? Traditionally, um, Justice Alita, uh, not Justice Thomas shouldn't even be on the court, let alone Justice Barrett or any of the other ladies. Well, every one of them perjures themselves, except maybe your Robert, Roberts. Well, I mean, anyone that says stare decisis, I'm going to follow that. that the literal translation of that it means settled law, mm-hmm. if you've heard that a lot. But the thing is, okay, so Plessy and um, Dred Scott were both overturned. Plessy versus Ferguson was separate but equal, which was overturned by Brown versus the Board of Education. And Dred Scott was overturned by... That was the right of a slave owner to recapture his slave when they moved. So the 13th and 14th Amendments If they they had escaped to a free state, they could come back and bring him back. Right. And so the 13th and 14th Amendments got rid of that. Now, when people say, well, you know, precedents have been overturned. Yes, those were two... Reinstate Pro- prohibition state. was overturned. Yeah, and prohibition the was Volstead overturned. Act. Again, again, prohibition prohibited you from doing something. It took rights away from you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and that was an amendment, which was really stupid. Um, but Dred Scott and Plessy took rights away from people, and those rights were then reinstated. Restored. Whereas this is taking a right away. End of statement. If people of the same sex or people from different races can no longer get married, that's taking a right away, which is why when, when people talk about for voting rights and potentially abortion rights and carving out, if not getting rid of the filibuster completely, which we, we should do, because then the Republicans will have to vote on things they claim they want to do, and then we'll know what they're about. Uh, my biggest concern is once this country gets defiled in such a way that in the direction that it's going, that it becomes apparent to everybody, oh, this, is, this thing is really happening. It's, it's just going to be too late. Like, I think there's a level of complacency. Like, we can't imagine the terrible things happening. We can't imagine another global world war. Yeah, we can. Where 10 million Americans have to go and fight, and people are being killed, and there's nuclear weapons going off. Like, it's, it's because we haven't experienced that. You know, but, like, even, like, another Holocaust. You're like, oh, we're beyond that. No, we're, no, not, we're not beyond that. No, we're not at all. Um, uh... Also, people tend to be unusually optimistic for 
with no discernible evidence that that optimism that things are going to work out is justified. That seems to be the natural state of conscious human experience. That's going to be how many times somebody said to you, "Oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to work out. It's going to be okay." They have no fucking idea if it's going to be okay. Right. But that just seems to be our natural, the natural gear that we're in as human beings, and we got to get over that because well, things aren't going to be okay. Well, with say a filibuster carve out for rights. The carve-out needs to be very specific, as in, we are only doing a filibuster carve-out to grant rights, not to remove rights. That's how it has to be stated. Well, it also has to be when we have 54 members of the Senate. Well, yeah, we need because that. Because we have If this two. doesn't tell people that we need to get all of the Republican seats or as many as possible that are up for re-election right now, the vote tomorrow will, should help with that in those states. And Herschel Walker is still leading in, in Georgia, please. Oh, and what's his face? There was another guy who got, who won his primary, who's literally in been jail. arrested. He's in jail right for now. For murdering his wife. For murdering his wife. It's, 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 I think it's like a dog catcher kind of thing. Like a, it's like a council. Still, it's not like for Congress. I don't care. Yeah. No. Yes. I don't care. He's That's in jail insanity. for murdering his wife and he won. It's insanity. No, the guy, uh, who is, who is the, the Missouri governor who got kicked out of auspice because not only did he sexually assault somebody, he videotaped it and blackmailed her with it. Greiton, grind, Greiton. He was the governor of Missouri. Greiton. Greiton. With his, with an S. Greitens. Yeah. Um, and I think he was actually like a, like a, a green, like a, a, had a distinguished military career. And now he's leading for that Senate scene in Missouri. Yeah. His ex, uh, he was allowed to access his ex-wife's phone records for a custody battle. Is that who you're talking about? I'm talking about a guy who blackmailed somebody with a sex tape and got and was forced to resign as governor of uh, Missouri. Many it's Missouri Greitens. opponents fear Eric Greitens could win the state Senate primary. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the, the I mean the, the the silver lining with Trump still maintaining exercising this level of authority over the party is you have to buy in on the big lie, and you have to be as you know racist and Trumpy as you possibly can. And those can I mean this is simple political math, but those candidates don't do well in general elections. And I think it's the one thing that might end up saving our ass. I mean, well, I mean, it, what they've done, because like it's been mansplained for, explained for years when, when uh, Casey came up in 97, I believe that was when it was decided. And we were all, oh my God, it's going to be overturned. Oh my God, it's thank God for Kennedy at that point. Mm-hmm. He was the swing vote. That should be investigated, by the way. Oh, absolutely. His summary retirement. Oh, yeah. Fishiest in the world. Absolutely. So when when that happened, we were all screaming, Rose on the line. And everybody, oh, just you calm your little pretty little heads about it. It's like, we're here, kids. We're here. And, 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 okay. So say they they outlaw Roe, which they're going to. All right. So I'm a. They're going to repeal Roe. Repeal Roe or overturn it. Um, So 26 states then automatically. Abortion is illegal under whatever. Well, a lot of them have what, what's it called? Snapback laws. There's or there zombie 30, laws. Thirty there, days. There's zombie laws and trigger laws. There are new laws on the books that, if Roe were to be overturned, those laws go into effect immediately. Mm-hmm. Then there are zombie laws that will get back into because they were never overturned at the state level. Now, Portland, uh, excuse me, Oregon has uh, passed a law, and I believe they're putting it into their constitution that that there is a right to abortion in the state of. Oregon, so it's constitutional there. And they've already written into law that they will help finance people coming to get said uh, medical care. California's. That, there should be a bigger move into that. There should be actually planes and ships <laughs> that some billionaire finances that show up and say, okay, here you go. We're going to go 25 miles out to international waters. 
give you whatever medical procedures you need and bring you back. Well, that, well, there are uh, companies that are starting to do that, but then you have to tell the company that I need an abortion, which is uncool. But in California... I need a medical procedure. There you go. And California, and it's not available in my state, um, California is going to also pay for people to be able to get the medical care that they need. And I do believe that they are... That have it a, is have a, and pro, have a protesters show up when at the ports... Shoot him in the leg. Shoot him in the leg like the <laughs> previous guy wanted to do. Can you imagine? Can't we just shoot him in the leg? Because the femoral artery is nothing to worry about. People bleed out from being Sean Taylor, shot in the leg, mm-hmm. dead. It happens. One of the greatest football players uh-huh. in recent memory. Um, but the thing is, 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 okay, say you're a female person in Missouri, Louisiana, wherever, and you're between the ages of eight when you can start menstruating and 50 when usually you what, stop. What's the ridiculous woke term for a woman now? A person capable of menstruating or something? Like every time I hear somebody say it, I'm like, I, I just want to gag. I'm a like, woman is not that. That's a person that's what, menstruating. What, what's, the, what's the term that's like an overly woke term for? I've never uh, heard it. it. It's a thing. And it's like, oh, God, not enough. Okay. Because you're not I, a woman at I've, eight. I've given you, you know, 72 gender assignments and sexual orientations and sexual identities. Just... Women a minute. Women a man are fine. Even trans woman or trans man or cisgender woman is fine. Thank you. I'm going to pull this up because it's so absurd. Um, the thing is, is what if you're, you know, a twenty-something year old, twenty-five year old woman sitting at a bar having a glass of alcohol, and somebody comes up to you and says, "Wait, are you pregnant? Because if you're pregnant, you can't have alcohol." Women will not be allowed to drink alcohol, drive a car, walk in high heels, uh, do any sports because they could miscarry at any moment because that's dangerous. I mean, think about how f- this is not out of the realm of possibility. This, this is Roe versus Wade versus the law of unintended consequences. This is exactly what I wrote about. And this is why I, b- I believe there is going to be ferocious consequences as a result of this. Well, women are going to die. No, in terms of the, the zeitgeist. Well, yes, that is coming. The, the, and there is a march this weekend, by the way, nationwide. I believe it's 10 a.m. Uh, wherever you live. In L.A., it's down on Spring Street from 10 a.m. to noon. Uh, and it's about... Uh, abortion rights in this country. So find where your local uh, march is going to be because it's being organized by Move On and a bunch of other um, activists uh, to to do. So just letting you guys know about that. But yeah, I mean, women will be said, uh, what if you look younger than you are? I'm 55. You could assume I'm 40. Some people could. And it'd be like, well, why are you having a glass of wine? You could get pregnant or you could be pregnant. That's against the law because that can harm a baby. Uh, excuse me, an embryo, zygote, or fetus, especially at the early term of a pregnancy when you're not showing. I mean, especially if they pass these personhood laws. I mean, what are you the You pass a personhood law, women can't drive, they can't do sports, they can't because drink it alcohol. Put, because it puts a fetus at risk? Absolutely. Do men have to start paying child support? They should. I mean, you know. Oh, and what about uh, property rights? Men are not, are not going to be crazy about that. Maybe, mm. maybe we'll get a few of them on board. Well, and there's property. And should she be able to vote twice because she's carrying something? Uh, you know, I mean, it's... Do we get super privileges then? No. We get less privileges because we are carrying uh, an, another thing inside of us. Um, what are you looking at? I was trying to, trying to find that, the terminology, but <clears throat> this is not going to be easy for them. No. Because they're going to infuriate a lot of people. And the, th- the, th- the thing that most drives people to vote is anger. Yeah. And maybe it's a they, hell of a motivator. Maybe they've given us a short-term gift because, they're, you know, you talk about a tax thing or you're angry about the border. You don't like kids in cages. You don't like this. Oh, well, the, the, the cages were built under the previous administration, blah, blah, blah. There's no 
equivocating of what this is and who is responsible for it and how draconian it is. And people are going to be furious. And people are going to vote on this issue. Yeah. Especially once people start dying well, from yeah. illegal abortions. Well, it's not even that. <laughs> Pregnancy. Well, that's a big thing. It's deadly. <laughs> 14, you are 14 times more likely to die being pregnant and but, wanting to... Think Go about the term. people that are going to be investigated after a miscarriage. miscarriage. Hi, remember Mike Pence passed that stupid uh, Indiana where women were sending used tampons to him so that he knew that they had actually had menstruation and didn't have a miscarriage. His The law that he passed, which was overturned by a court, mm-hmm. was basically every miscarriage. Is this when he was governor? Yes. Every miscarriage and, ev- miscarriage and every um, abortion had to have a funeral. I remember that it didn't it didn't go very far, but it was it was pathetic. No, it was it passed into law, but then it was uh, enjoined and then um, overturned by a court because mm-hmm. women literally, excuse me, they were sending him uh, used tampons and used maxi pads to go. Hey, I'm I'm okay. That's why I put those in gift baskets over the holidays. I would just set Easter, them all up real pretty. You know, there you go, Mike. So Arbor I mean, Day. and and a personhood law again. You don't know when a woman's pregnant. Until she starts showing. Well, it's, it, there's going to be an enormous amount of subterfuge. There's going to be black markets for abortions, for abortion drugs. For mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to create so many problems and so many ancillary issues that these... The, I mean, it's amazing that a lot of these people are very smart, but the, how short-term their thinking is. And they don't understand, maybe because they're narcissistic, maybe because they're shameless, the n- human nature. Like it's all, and the, the the main. I hate to keep referencing the article. The main part of my article is the idea that people wanting something fight uh, that don't have it fight a lot harder than somebody that has it already. Mm-hmm. And once it's taken away from you, that's in terms of the 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 violence of the argument and the fight we are going to engage is going to be reversed. Right. When all of a sudden, once our side now has something taken away that we're fighting for, you know, because when you have something, you're complacent. You can't imagine not having it. And uh, they're about to flip the outrage switch from one side to the other. Well, especially because of, of uh, I was born before Roe became law, but it, I was six when it became law. So basically, you know, doy. And there were women born in 1973 and beyond that never even were alive when it was illegal. Um, you, know, you know, the whole, I think it was in, a, what's the book by the two economists? Freakonomics. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, very interesting section about the early 1990s when the United States was being hit by a massive crime wave. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had these super predators. And it was going in a direction where we weren't actually even sure how we were going to reverse it. And then somehow... Lead ma- in, in gasoline. Magically, <laughs> uh, the crime rate just started to reverse and then go back to normal levels and even reduce to lower levels than it had been. And people couldn't figure it out until they did a much, much deeper dive in the number. And the correlation between... When the crime drop almost precipitously began was exactly 18 years after Roe versus Wade was passed. And, uh, you know, maybe they're building up another crime wave for us because a, a lot of the children or a lot of the fetuses that are being aborted are from extremely difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. People that have no chance in life mm-hmm. or very little chance. Mm-hmm. People from and this is across the ethnic across spectrum. Across the board, yeah. Uh, and have much, much fewer opportunities to avoid a life of crime than people that were born in, circum- in incredibly fortunate circumstances like you and I. But uh, you, you're never going to hear a politician in the world t- 
tell you that Roe versus Wade was responsible for the massive crime drop, but almost every ec- economist has looked at it says, yeah, it was. Well, and um, just to remind people, 60% of all abortions are had by people who already have children. And don't want more. And don't want any more. How about this? How about the number of people in this country that are born and li- living and walking around, part of a family, who are born because their mother who got pregnant when she was 14, 15, or 16, and, and having a baby at that age would have literally destroyed their life, had an abortion, and then was able to go on, get their life together, have a productive life, go to college, get married, have a family, mm-hmm. and now has three, four, five, six children mm-hmm. because her life wasn't completely turned inside out when she was 16 years old. Well, I know somebody that, that knocked up. was able to have an abortion when she was 17. There are a million people walking around today that are alive because someone because was able to have an abortion. Absolutely. This woman that, that I know, she was 17. She had an abortion because she didn't want to. She was 17. And she and, couldn't care for a baby. Right. And uh, she, she had a well-off family, mind you, but she didn't want a baby. She now has five children and, an, and a career. And two, I think two of... <clears throat> Two of her children are adopted, so she had three of her own and adopted two more. I mean, think about that. Had she had that child at 17, those five kids may not be being raised by this wonderful human being mm-hmm. right now. Two of them might not even be here um, out of the five that she's got. I think it was, I think two were hers. I'm not sure. Two, two or three are her biological children, and the others are, are adopted. So, I mean, it's to <clears throat> me, it's, it's, and like I said, pregnancy, even healthy in the right age group, women, you know, 20 to 30, 18 to 30, healthy women, you're still 14 times more likely to die just being pregnant than not. And children that are able to get pregnant, 8, 9, 10, 12-year-olds, aren't physically capable just by... Anatomy. Anatomy of of carrying a... uh, uh, And then uh, delivering through a birth canal. Let alone that. I mean, it's just all of it. And then older women... In their late 30s and 40s, and or as old as 50, it's very dangerous for women what, what, at that what, what, age. What is an ectopic pre- pregnancy, please? That the 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 fertilized egg decides attaches. Oh, in the tube. In the in the fallopian tube, and that's deadly. It's just deadly. There's high blood pressure issues. There's all sorts of things that go with being pregnant. People are going to find this out in a in in horrific but obvious and manifest ways, and it's 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 you know again not blessing in disguise, but a silver lining and. Well, and, and rich white create, women... It's going to create the amount of anger that we finally need. It's, I think it's going to wake people up. This is a ri- so. This isn't a slap in the face. This is a punch in the face. It is. It is. It's 51% of this country. And that's country. going to wake people up. And, and uh, always remember that rich women, mainly rich white women, but rich women will always be able to get a very safe abortion. Very discreet. Very discreet. Very safe. Whether they leave this country or not, they're able to get it. If I stop talking, will you stop playing this music? <laughs> well, you don't like our Thank you for music. listening to From the Bunker. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we'll talk at you guys next week. Patreon kids, stay tuned.